The Last Man to Leave the Cave by Joseph Hatchka and with the voice of Dan Abbott. Part of Going Outside with Distinctly Abbott Radio. I didn't want to start by focusing on time. Now, I know that fundamentally you start by asking how long has it been, uh, but the point is, how long doesn't matter. It's like, it's like if you've killed a person, or you've killed a hundred people. The important part is not how many. Well, okay, that's that's a bad example because obviously the death of one hundred people matters. So I'll I'll rephrase. It's like if you get uh, one parking ticket or 100... No, no, again, that'll cost 100 times more. Maybe more. These things add up, right? They accumulate. Okay, how about this? Uh, If you cheat on your partner with one person 100 times or 100 people once, both are equal amounts of betrayal. In any of these instances, the point of importance is the first act. And in this instance, or in any instance, it's that intention to act. The first act, creating that point from which you can't go back. Uh, Rubicon. Hmm? I say all this uh, to say how long I've been in here is immaterial in comparison to the discussion of me being in here as opposed to out there. This is what matters. For a long time, there were no responses. Then, after a while, there was one. Just one short message. It was, uh, quite simply, All fine. Come on out. And that was it. That was enough to make us think, Yeah. Yeah, why not? To go anywhere, you will only ever need uh, five things. Keys. Wallet, phone, jacket. What's the fifth thing? This is really going to annoy me. Five things, right? Keys, wallet, phone, jacket. Mask. Mask. It's just... Just, just... it's, it's, It's polite, isn't it? But it's one of those that you can forget it. You shouldn't, but you do. I remember the first time I was asked to put one on, and so many people seemed to have an issue with them. I didn't mind. There were no expectations. Before, when people told you anything, they were looking to see how you'd react, but with a mask on. We were all content with assuming the reaction we wanted underneath was going on. 
And if you're going anywhere for a long time, it's just as important as knowing what you're taking with you to take stock of what you're leaving behind. You then know what you might need to look out for to bring back, right? Or worst case scenario, what's missing when you're back. And I look around me now and I see tins, tin opener, cutlery, everything I need for a meal. Not everything I want, mind, but need. Need, certainly. Need, want, to provide. To, to provide for oneself is easy. You know, your own bare minimum. Uh, uh, providing for another... Uh, providing for the young, even when, especially when they sh share half of you, it's, it's, <coughs> it's, it's not as easy. Not much of that left now. I'll have to check the taps. That means. Life is a search for philosophically pure experiences. Uh, to find a meal that you look at and it looks delicious. And for this to follow through on all the senses. For in taste, in texture, in smell, in sound. It has to be clear what every ingredient is. What every process offered to the recipe in terms of creating the end result. That is a philosophically pure experience. But even then, it's so easy to find holes in philosophy. Purely because in the moment the meal is perfect, you have to know that at some point, at least 1,000 terrible acts have led to it being in front of you. But really, for philosophy to work, you have to be willing to ignore the inconsistencies. You could argue that by this very virtue, nothing can ever be philosophically pure, but then that is why we spend our lives seeking it. Because even if it is unachievable, at least it will take a while to find. It's something to do. We spend our lives seeking something to do. You could be very easily surprised how many things we do that are just nothing and how much time we spend looking for something that is something. Maybe that's the problem. I've spent so much time exalting the act that there's no way it couldn't disappoint. It's very easy to talk something up, but to make it deliver on that, I couldn't do it. We had everything ready to go, keys, phones, fully charged, wallets, jackets, masks. We had everything we needed. All we needed to do was leave. All fine. Come on out. I once had an idea so vivid I could hold it, feel it in my hands. And it was light. It wasn't heavy, but also it was shimmering and translucent 
and I thought it might fall through my hands if I let my fingers spread. So I kept them shut, and I held it tight as if it were all that mattered. I let this idea develop into a theory, and that into a plan, and it was so clear that it could practically be a thing. But it was bad, and it broke my heart to know I could so fully understand what this was and how it could be and that it would be bad. And yet I've had so many fantastic ideas that I can do nothing with. So they're thrown away in favor of this one idea. Too bad to exist, but with too much put into it to let go. They were all just so normal. Outside, so normal. As if nothing had ever happened. As if they'd been out here all along, smiling, waving hello. Some even seemed to have forgotten that. It's just hard to fathom, isn't it? Because if they're acting like nothing's changed, there are two conclusions to be reached. That I'm the strange one for reacting for still processing, or that they have been going out all along, that they're acting like nothing has changed, because for them, it never did. Is it better to believe that you or everyone else is the problem? So, I stayed, and that's fine. I have everything I need here. I have my tins, my tin opener, my cutlery. Everything in order. I can live with that. When the first people left, the first sky they saw must have been overwhelming. How could they return to their caves knowing it was no longer the largest thing? Because it's better to know every inch of something small than to worry about how much could be out there. Everything in its own time. That's the secret. just listened to The Last Man to Leave the Cave by Joseph Nutka and with the voice of Dan Abbott. For more one-offs, serials and anthologies, search for Distinctly Average Radio wherever you listen to your podcasts.